Welcome to Community Cocktails with Kimberly, hosted by Kimberly Woodard, a realtor for nearly 20 years with Ebby Halliday Realtors. Join her every first and third Wednesday of the month as she meets with the top community influencers to help you get to know the area you want to call home. Don't just love your home, love your community. And now, your host, Kimberly Woodard. Welcome, viewers, to this episode of Community Cocktails with Kimberly. I am so excited about my guest today. I know you probably have had that feeling of anxiety, and I have Gina Waterfield here um, to talk with me about anxiety and what we're all feeling. Um, she is a certified Overcome Anxiety Clinic facilitator. She's also a hypnotist. Hopefully, you're not going to hypnotize me. <laughs> I'm working on hypnotizing myself right now. <laughs> Self-hypnosis here. <laughs> So uh, I, you know, I did have this ready joke when I was um, talking to Ashley about um, having you on. I was like, "Oh, and Ashley, we're going to have you hypnotized on the, <laughs> on the podcast." <laughs> but as you see, we don't have her here. <laughs> so welcome! I'm so excited to have you. Thank you so much, Kimberly. I really appreciate being a guest, being asked to yeah. do this with you, and I'm very, very excited about this conversation. Yes. Well, you know, we are coming up with our one-year mark of COVID. I don't even know what I, crazy, <laughs> I don't know. Um, and we would have never thought last year at this time, we thought maybe a month, 60 days, we'd be done over and moving on. But now we come up to a year. And it's crazy. And I'm sure you are dealing with a lot of clientele that are just having that anxiety feelings um, of, you know, the lack of connections, the lack of, you know, being able to go out and, you know, all the things that we are typically enjoy doing, concerts, events, big gatherings. We don't have that. So, so how are you, you know, I guess, and you know, telling people and how, how having them cope with this. Well, um, thank you, first of all, for introducing this conversation to your show, because I, you know it is so critical that we all learn how to manage our self-regulation coping skills, right, and also our co-regulation coping skills. Yes. And I don't just see it, not only do I see it with my clients, I also see it in every conversation that comes up. Anxiety, stress, lack of sleep comes up in every conversation everywhere. And it's just something that we're dealing with today. And you're right, we did not anticipate the duration, you know, the length of this right. pandemic and all of the social issues that have come up because of it. Right. Um, we didn't have any idea how long this was going to last and truthfully we still don't and so that is another anxiety. experience that causes anxiety that that uh, awareness or idea that this can go on for a long time and not being able to see an end in sight right does cause problems for people definitely you know everyone likes to have that we're used to you know humans start date end date with this has been start date, kind of infinity, you know, uh, because we don't have that as strong, this is the clear end um, date on this. 
Um, so, and when we do start opening up, I think, um, I feel like people are going to be a little bit of skittish and how are they going to act, you know, with one another, you know, has our, um, socialization skills, you know, kind of gone through because we're <laughs> been so we've, well, we've been so used to being in front of a camera zoom, you know, it's been so popular. And, and, you know, now we're actually in trying to engage with people, you know, how do, how's your clients, you know, taking that kind of, I guess. Well, I think that it runs the gamut from, you know, some people staying so isolated by locking themselves in their house for the last year right? to, um, to some people saying, well, you know, I'm going to do what I need to do and avoid meeting people and seeing people in, in person to I'm doing nothing but online communications as much as possible to, um, you know, I'm just going to do whatever I feel comfortable with. And that means I'm going to go about my business as much by my norm as possible, you know, but the thing is that most of us are goal centric. And so it, it speaks to what you yes. just said about <laughs> having an end date and um, knowing that, you know, here's something else we have to realize is that the science is ever changing. Yes, it is. And, and, you know, we're hearing polarized information on either side of any agenda. Right. And, you know, not, not to mention, let's throw in the political yes. issues that are, you know, notwithstanding. So, right. um, and, and the vehement um, ideology that people have adopted on one side or the other. It is challenging all kinds of relationships, family relationships, friendships, um, parenting, child parent relationships huh? um, across the board. And, you know, we're looking at social issues like, well, now people have lost their jobs. People have, um, for whatever reason, schools have shut down you know, meaning any level of school right. of education has shut down on in many places. And now people are forced to live together, even grown adult children, right. and maybe even their children are moving in with the grandparents or the grandparents are moving in with the children. I mean, it has changed everything yes, has. across the board. And so then you're talking about another layer, other layers of emotional issues. And you know, I hear from a lot of my clients in particular and my friends across the country that are largely saying, I don't know what to do sometimes. You know, I'm talking with groups of people who are educators, for example, who yeah. say, I feel so overwhelmed and I don't know how to cope with this anymore. And, you know, feelings are just erupting over conversations. Um, some people refuse to talk about it, right. you know, and they're just keeping themselves completely away from political agendas, political conversations. But in my opinion, if we don't have these conversations at all, right, then we're missing some of the important aspects of learning how to communicate better, right? I agree. And you, you brought up that point. Um, I think because we're so isolated, I know you I'm in a high stress business and, you know, I would 
even if I had the most stressful day ever, knowing that I was going to be going to an event, I could at least turn off stuff for two hours and relax a little. Now, no one has, we don't have things to go to. You know, you, it's not like we're going to a nice event and you can socialize with a whole bunch of people um, and feel like you can escape some of, you know, whatever's going on in your world uh, for that two hours. And we just don't have that. Or you could go to a concert or, or a sporting, you know, big sporting event and be able to escape. We don't have those escapes right now. And so I think it's, that probably contributes hard on anxiety is that you're faced with it constantly and you're isolated with it. Right. And then, you know, we're, we're diving into, you know, technology, yes, which is another stress activity, <laughs> right? So, you know, you're, we're, I think that we're taking in a lot of information and not releasing right. a lot of that too. And so, um, one of the things that I really wanted to talk about today was how can we, you know, develop some coping skills yes. that can help us in the moment, yes. you know, in the immediate, in the present. Right. right? And, and so one of that, one of those tools can be, can look like getting in the present, present okay. moment, mindfulness and meditation and um, a yoga practice or any other thing that you love doing that allows you to concentrate on something in a way that feels good, okay. both mentally, emotionally, physiologically. Right. Um, so for some people that can look like, what when I think about moving meditations, I, that, that can look like breath work. It can look like um, just contacting, you know, your inner self, your inner person to really settle down a little bit. And a lot of times people say, well, I don't know how to do that. I don't know what that looks like. I can't even meditate at all. Like I can't get quiet. I can't quiet all my thoughts. Well, then that's the reason you need to for one thing. (laughs) (laughs) And then also, yes, we can, but we're so used to the noise, right? We're desensitized to the noise. And getting quiet, now we've gotten to a place where getting quiet actually kind of freaks us out a little yeah. bit, right? Oh, it yeah, makes I us agree. feel uncomfortable. Yes. And so it's really important to just practice by sitting in silence for even just 60 seconds in the beginning. Yes, you're going to have thoughts. The idea behind getting into a meditative state isn't to get rid of all of your thoughts because the brain is designed to think. The mind is designed right. to think. We are human beings and that's what we do is think. We resolve problems even while we're sleeping. Yes. Right? Oh, yes. So I'm not know, one that wakes up because my mind is racing yes. in the middle of the night. Yes. Well, that's another byproduct <laughs> of what's going on too. People are not sleeping. Um, they're not getting enough sleep, quality sleep, and they're not making it through the sleep cycles that we need to make yeah. it through to get into a restorative and, you know, reparative process, right? So we're not able to release toxins and we're not able to do, uh, to let our body systems um, heal and process information of all kinds. So it could look like going for a walk, you know, even a 20 minute walk is shown to reduce your stress levels and anxiety levels. And it puts you in touch with nature. 
you know, we're so used to being inside right. buildings, walking on pavement, wearing rubber-soled shoes, yes. anything that keeps us from grounding. And so getting into grounding practices is really helpful. You know, so I remember a long time ago when I had very few coping skills, one of the things that I did do was run outside and go hug a tree, literally. <laughs> so, you know, I didn't know it at the time, but that was a way for me to organically naturally ground myself um, and and make my, myself feel settled. That was a coping skill, um, a self-regulation skill. By the same token, I would spend a lot of times when I was raising five children. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, between, I had them in six years, so it was a lot of childbearing <laughs> going on. Uh, not very much alone time. Right. And so it became really critical for me to have some private moments to myself. Right. You know, you can't go to the bathroom with children uh, in the house, at, you know, young children in the house without being disturbed. So that's just a reality, you know. Um, but but we have to also instill some boundaries, you know, create boundaries in our life and, you know, actually say to the people around us, this is my personal space. These are the topics that I'm willing to discuss with you in this manner, right? So that is both co-regulation and, and um, self-regulation. You know, it's like you saying to yourself, I need this for me. Right. These are the things that I need right now and I desire um, that are going to help me be a better functioning human being so that I can both tolerate myself and others, yes. right? <laughs> I love it. Well, do you recommend if you do that, you know, your meditation, your kind of a me time, is it better to do it in the morning or in the afternoon or in the evening? You know, is it just, or whenever you just feel like yes. you need it? <laughs> yes, yes, and yes. So. It's anytime. Okay. It's anytime you can. There is no perfect time. I mean, okay. except every time is perfect, right? Right. Perfect. right. Perfection is found in taking the moment and the moments to do that, to lean into that practice and to get comfortable with it. And, you know, I mean, for me, myself, getting up at four o'clock in the morning, five o'clock in the morning, that that is my golden hour. Right. That is when like a lot of us do get yeah. up that early yes. and, and really it's before the world wakes up yes. and there's this stillness to the earth, to the environment, to our populations that really gives us some extra, an extra dose of peace and tranquility, right? It does. I mean, I love that time. And when I get up in the morning, I'll make my coffee, I'll get my things done. And I, feel like it's my time that I can, I'm not having inter interference. Like I'm not getting uh, five other emails or texts at the same time that are, then I'm stopping this and responding to this or the phone ringing. I can focus on what I need to be focused on for that, you know, hour before yeah. the natives wake up. My crew. <laughs> I get it. It's it's a time when you can just reset, yeah, and without any distractions at all, right? And um, you, you know, we are so multi-focused too. That's another thing. Oh, We're yeah. multitaskers by nature today. Well, I'm going to say by nature today, by by 
example. Yeah. I mean, we've adopted this right. habit of multitasking and thinking that that's a wonderful attribute. Right. When the fact is that, at least this is what I believe, what I think I've heard and read, <laughs> that, you know, it is, mu we're much more efficient at being singularly focused. Oh, interesting. And our mind is much more effective at, at when we're focusing on one task at a time. And we actually learn more from that and um, we retain more information. And so, you know, every time I think about, you know, the one thing, right? It, that, that is a reminder to me to really hone down where it is I want to apply my focus and my attention. And, you know, that is one of the benefits of that golden hour too, where you can actually not be distracted and you can decide where you want your focus to be, even in that moment, in those yeah. moments, and in for the rest of the day. Right. I mean, in that moment, though, is where that critical, to me, it's that critical twilight time where we're just coming, you know, out of, hopefully out of theta and sleeping, yeah. you know, and in a deep, restful state. And now our mind is highly focused. It's highly um, it's, it's just a more aware, it's right. highly attentive. Yes. Right. And you know that because you, we, we talked a little bit about that, having that clarity yes. from those times. So, well, um, no, I love, and that makes sense with the, you know, why multitasking is not so much the best way, uh, because you're, you know, you had indicated being present. If you're not present in that one task, you know, then you're, and your mind's wandering, you're more attentive, you're gonna retain more, you're going to you know, maybe excel more on that. Have you ever had a conversation where you know, you're actually doing something, you're on task, yes. and maybe you're doing two or three things right. at the same time, <laughs> yes. moms, you know, oh, yeah. we're there all yeah. the time, um, you know, and someone's talking to you, yes. you're having a conversation and you're responding, right. but later you have no recollection of what they said. Yep. Yep. Or what oh, yeah. you said. Right. Which, you know. Can be, yes. Can be a problem. <laughs> yeah, that can be a big problem. Big problem. <laughs> and, so. um, you know, I mean, that just happened, I think it was yesterday. What, see, I can't remember. <laughs> yesterday, I had a conversation with my husband and I was doing something, making dinner and, and we were talking and he said something a few minutes later when I was not making dinner. Right. And I said, well, I don't, I don't remember that question. I, I, I had asked him something and I didn't remember the response. And that caused an, a conversation right. about, you know, we, we, we need to be engaged in the conversation. conversation. This is mindfulness. Right. You know, if we're, uh, you can take that anywhere, this mindfulness practice too. And that's what's so, it's fun because yes. you realize I'm not listening. Right. I'm listening to speak. Yes. I'm projecting the next thoughts I'm going to have, even, you know, we're future forecasting. So we're not in the moment. And then, you know, we just, we just miss important parts of the conversation oh, sometimes, or, you know, I think I was talking about conversation, not eating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My thoughts are racing. But I mean, this is a perfect example right. of a daily practice and why we need it. You know, I, we can all get excited about the things we're talking about. Right. Maybe we have anxiety in the mix. Uh, maybe we're worried about this family member. 
we're worried about our own health right. and what we're going to be able to accomplish every day. It is a, it's a weighty proposition to be a human being today in today's culture. Right. So I think our viewers today are going to take away from um, today is to be in the moment, make time for yourself. So whether it's just a minute here or, you know, you can an hour, you know, whatever your day, you know, but make sure you take that moment for yourself and be present, be present. Um, you know, that's so important. And, you know, especially in life in general, be present in the moment um, when you're engaging with people or whatever you're doing. So those are your tips today, um, viewers. <laughs> and so hopefully um, we've taught you some new life skills um, to cope in today's um, still continuously COVID um, world. And thank you so much, Gina. I appreciate. And if you want to reach out to Gina and um, you know talk to her and learn more about what she does, and I have all her information here. And thank you so much. Cheers to us. Thank you, Kimberly. For <laughs> and being in the moment. Today. Yes. <laughs> Cheers to that. Thanks for tuning in. If you'd like to contact Kimberly with your real estate needs, you can reach her at KimberlyWoodard.ebby.com. We hope you enjoyed our guest this week. And remember, don't just love your home, love your community.